welcome to the Creating Conscious Relationships podcast with your host, Janelle Annette. On this podcast, you're going to be receiving my best teachings, tools, and practices so that you can create a conscious relationship from the inside out. So no matter your relationship status, you're going to find everything you need here to help your relationships thrive, including the one with yourself. Hey there, friends. Welcome back for another episode of Creating Conscious Relationships. Today, we are talking about a very important question, and that is, should I stay or should I go? And often when people are in this dilemma, a lot comes up. You know, you're kind of seeing these two pathways that are unfolding in front of you and really wondering what is the right thing to do and what is, quote unquote, the right choice. And it can be kind of just a big old mindfuck, you know, <laughs> there's like a lot on the table and a lot of potential risk and a lot of potential reward and, you know, just having to sort through a lot of things within our mind. And often what I experience, especially with people who I work with and feel drawn into this work, is a lot of people questioning, is this my attachment style and or just my fear? Is this something I need to work on by staying with this person? Or is my intuition telling me it's just maybe not right? Or it's just not everything that I want. And what I will say to that is no relationship is ever going to be perfectly everything you want, all the boxes ticked forever. There's always these core things that we're going to come up against in relationship. But there is still a defining factor of whether or not this person is the person that you actually really want to be with and make a go out of it with, you know, and is that core struggle or challenge that you might come up against with this unique person in relationship, is it worth it? And is that actually going to help you grow and evolve as a human on an individual level and a collective level, or is it not? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And if you're in this position, I get you. It's confusing and you've probably been really lost in your mind and thinking a lot. So before we begin, I just want to invite you to maybe just take a deep breath and notice if you've really been in this dilemma, if there's a, a signature of stagnant energy or trapped energy or just a stress in your body. And if there is, maybe just taking a deep breath. <sighs> just trying to relax and release some tension as you go about your day and as you listen to this episode, because although, you know, this is a very personal answer and I don't know exactly what it is that's going to bring you to a place of clarity, you will get there. And it's important to be taking care of your body along the way. So in this episode, I'm just going to speak to some concepts and I'm just going to ask questions or provide questions that you can ask to yourself to hopefully come to more clarity and of course, releasing expectations because this is a very personal decision and there's a lot of factors and this ultimately has to come from you and you know what to do somewhere deep down. And if you are not sure what that is right now, again, you will get there eventually. So I hope this episode brings you clarity and let's dive in. So the first thing I'll speak to is sometimes you just need to give these things time. If you're in this in between and you're not sure what is the choice that works best for you right now, then you know, being willing to stay in it for a little bit longer can provide that clarity as long as there's no harm being done or it's not abusive in any way. Obviously, if that's the case, 
you know, looking for resources and support to get out of that situation immediately. But in, you know, most cases, staying and being willing to work on things and practice some healthy relationship skills can be the thing that gives you that piece of clarity. When I say that, it's not necessarily just trying a few things out. It's like really giving it your all. If this is truly a person or relationship where you're really not sure because you could see a lot of beauty and you could see things going really well and things have gone well in the past, but you've just hit a rough spot, then why not give it your all for a time period and really do all the things that are needed to bring your relationship back to life. And if you do that and you don't get to that point where things are feeling better or more clear, then that might be your answer, right? So sometimes we just need more time. And what I really want to say here is at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong choices. There's just a continual evaluating and being with what is, and you'll be able to make beauty of whatever it is, whether you stay and then you realize eventually it's not right. You maybe learn something really valuable from the time that you did stay that'll apply to your next relationship. Or maybe you leave and then there's a part of you that deals with regret. But I'm sure you're going to, again, learn about yourself and about relationships and about what you want to do differently next time that's going to support you going forward. So releasing these ideas of wrong or right and seeing these very like final choices in our mind, because I think that can make anyone feel really tripped up. Right. And so, whatever comes of it, can you trust that you're going to be able to make beauty in your life? And if you do leave and you feel like that might have not been the right choice, can you trust that there are an abundance of relationships out there for you eventually when you're ready? Right. Can you trust that there are many more good men or women coming into your life, people who are going to help you grow as a person and people that you're going to love? Right. So, that's this other piece of trust that comes in and is supportive when you're going through something like this. So the first question I want to bring forward is, are they willing? And you could include yourself in this too. Are you willing? Are you even willing to put the effort in to get to that you know, stage or effort of giving it your all? And that doesn't mean being perfect. That doesn't mean not getting triggered and fumbling and falling into patterns. It's just, are you willing? And that might mean, okay, you know, I maybe am willing to go to see somebody or work with somebody, or I'm willing to read this book, or I'm willing to try this practice. I want to make this work with you. Is that foundation there? That's really important. You know, something that can be really hard to bounce back from is if there's been so much built up resentment that there's almost this like, unwillingness to even try and you're just seeing one another as inherently wrong or bad or flawed that's a pretty hard thing to bounce back from so if you're in that phase you know i can't say for certain but that's usually when it's not working anymore and there's probably just too much built up there that hasn't been worked through so as long as there is willingness you can ideally get to a better place or at least give it enough of a try that you're going to come to some clarity on to some questions for you to ask yourself. The first one is, is where have you held back? What have you withheld from this person that might have contributed to this distance that you're feeling? Whether that's a, you know, your thoughts or your desires or your dreams or your needs, right? How many times did you 
sweep things under the rug and say, it's not that big of a deal or you know, I don't want to say that because if what if they think this or they take it like that or what if they leave, right? How many times does that happen? And is that still actively happening? Because that's going to be one of the main things that's going to, you know, end a relationship is that dissatisfaction because your needs aren't getting met. And sometimes with that, it's not so clear. It might be, you know, you're consciously sweeping things under the rug and it could also be unconsciously. You might be denying things to yourself it's not that big of a deal or maybe I don't actually want that thing or maybe I don't care and I'm happy to go and do this thing, right? So how many times have you denied your own needs to yourself or directly and consciously and then noticing how that's created distance? And the other part is, has there been a part of you who's just been hoping that they're going to know what you need and they're going to be able to anticipate what you need that kind of thinks, you know, well, I shouldn't have to tell them that I want this thing or they should just know or, you know, don't they know me? They should just know that's that's how I want them to show up for me, right? And so we can get very much in this state of mind, which I could speak to comes from, you know, a lot of different places, but it's very common and it ultimately prevents people from doing the scary thing of standing up for themselves, speaking their needs, asking for what they want and getting their needs met, right? And so it seems easier in the moment for a lot of folks to like push under the rug or deny it. And eventually you're just going to feel like you are not who you actually want to be, or you've lost yourself, or you don't have that same passion and so on. Then this other piece is, are you showing up in a way in the relationship that feels good for you? Or are you wanting more things from the relationship? And are you hoping that they are going to be the ones that bring it to you, right? So for example, if it's like, I want more fun, I want more play, adventure, or I want more like sexuality and sensuality and this, right? Or I want more depth and intimacy and connection or whatever it might be. Are you hoping that they are just going to be the initiators of that all the time? Or are you actually consciously bringing it to the relationship and putting that effort in to create that in your relationship. This is another very common thing is this like, I want this, I want that. But then if I ask a client when I'm doing this exploration with clients and I see, well, are you bringing that? Like, how are you contributing to that dynamic? And sometimes it's like, whoa, I'm not, I'm not bringing that. And so we can get very hooked into wanting other people to be this extension of the things that we want. We do this all the time, not just romantic relationships, when in actuality, it is up to us and it is right for our evolution to be evoking those things from within. Because at the end of the day, you actually want to be the one leading that. And not just in your romantic relationship, but you probably want that in all aspects of your life. So being the one to bring that is actually empowering, but it's a a thing that a lot of people need to work on being consciously mindful of. And another question is, what has the balance been between fun and play and lightness versus heaviness and processing and, you know, the stickiness? And I'm not suggesting that you bypass the hard times and just try to go to fun and play because obviously that doesn't work. You need to be (laughs) acknowledging the things that aren't working. But I find that a lot of couples, when they've been in a harder spot for a while, there's there's this kind of in and in and out. It tends to get really heavy and people can forget to prioritize play and make sure they're making space for that lightness. And even just the processing alone begins to feel like the entire relationship is just this heavy, sticky 
thing. And it, it can be hard to remember all the fun and lightness that can come from that. So that balance is really key. And again, that's up to both of you to bring. And maybe that's a separate conversation. Hey, we've been processing a lot of stuff lately. I want to be having more fun. I want to just be enjoying time together too, because that's important for our relationship. So prioritizing that. And the next question is how does your body feel around them? What is your internal somatic experience like when you're engaging with this person? And this might be a you know more difficult one to distinguish, especially if you haven't had much of a somatic practice before. You're not totally sure how to read your body. But ideally, when we're in a relationship, there is still a sense of safety, of comfort, of familiarity that you have when you're around this person. You still feel like you can be yourself. You still feel relatively good. And of course, that doesn't mean you just don't have triggers that's going to happen. But what I'm trying to get at is ideally there's not this ongoing sense of fear or anxiety or panic when you're around them, just generally. You know, of course, activating moments come up and that's normal. And if you're in a harder spot, maybe it's not always calm and easeful and enjoyable, but there's still a general sense of like, I know I can be myself around this person or I know I can bring things to this person and be met with receptivity and kindness and love, right? So that's a really important thing. And it kind of comes back to that willingness. I talked at the beginning, if you sense that this person is willing to look at their mind, to look at their own shit, to look at how they're co-creating this relationship in the ways that it might not be working, then there's a sense of typically comfort ease. You know, I, I know I can trust this person to tell me what's on their mind and I can trust this person to work through the things that come up and to take responsibility for what's theirs. And that's really important. So if you're not really sure how to even go about doing that, just an invitation to next time you're around them, notice your breath, notice your body and try to scan through and pick up on different sensations. And once you get really you know, used to this or good at this skill, it is incredibly profound how much information is available to you at all times in your body. And that's really the beauty of doing somatic experiencing work is learning to read and witness the insane amount of communication that's happening at all times. And we learn to tune it out because life would be kind of overwhelming if we were feeling it all the time. But I think we've gone so far to the other side of things where we have no idea what's happening in our body because we're so stuck in our heads all the time that we're disconnected from our intuition, we're disconnected from our needs, and we're not able to take care of ourselves properly because we're we're not even checking in at all. So in my opinion, somatic experiencing is this rebalancing and this ability to truly listen and, you know, feel into what is right. Because this is a big part of all of this. Like there's all these questions and practical things I could give you and explain right now. But at the end of the day, there's a deep inner knowing in you. And even though you're not so certain about that right now, you'll get to a place and you'll be like, oh yeah, I think I did know back then, but I just wasn't ready to admit it to myself. And that's okay. There's no rush to make a decision like this. It's a really big choice, right? So just building that bridge between mind and body and paying attention to how you feel around them is going to help you be more intuitive in this choice, but also in all other aspects of your life. The next question is looking at what has been the reoccurring patterns that you've noticed within your relationship and what's kind of brought you to this place of should I stay or should I go? 
Like what is all of the little things? And maybe you're not so sure, but it might be like a reoccurring conflict or yeah, like that shutting down of needs or not setting boundaries or comments that have been made or a, a slow effort just being lost and people not trying, right? And so just trying to put together the pieces of like, how did I get here? What's happened? And has that happened in a very similar way in other relationships? And if it is, then that might be a pattern. And this might be a really great opportunity to break some of those patterns because there's a chance it just happens again, the same in another relationship, which again, if that's the route you go, there's no wrong choice. So you will just continue to learn no matter what. But if you're like, I've been here time and time again, this person is somebody who's really worth trying for. And I see that we could have a beautiful life together. And then, you know, might as well just really work on it and really look at what are all the ways that you have co-created this, this dynamic, this dance that you have with this person? What are the ways that you have not shown up 100% to the relationship? And again, if it's difficult for you to discern and figure that out, it could be a really beautiful conversation to have with your partner to see like, how have we gotten here? What's going on? And for some of you listening, you might be like, well, my partner has no idea I feel this way. <laughs> Because I haven't told them shit. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know that's probably part of the issue, right? Like how open are you being about these things? And I know it could feel so terrifying to even consider bringing that conversation to them. But if it is, then that's probably a theme on a lot of different levels that have contributed to you getting here. So leaning in and having those hard conversations is key with all relationships. And sometimes you need to get to this place of like make or break. Should I stay or should I go to actually break through to the next level of your relationship and to finally say, you know, there's nothing left to lose and I need to have these conversations now because if I don't, it's over. And again, then there's nothing left to lose. Like, could I just be courageous and willing and vulnerable enough to bring what I'm feeling to the table and not hide? And yes, there's going to be fear and I'm going to be uncomfortable, but can I bring this and see what comes through? Especially if you're really at that breaking point. And sometimes what you'll find is everything comes out and there's a lot to move through and traverse, but there's a lot of beauty and lessons. And then as you do that, you get into... A conscious relationship, right? And you get into this practice of transparency and two people who are willing to keep showing up and having the hard conversations. And it's not all just sticky and hard and difficult. It's like you break through to the other side and you often get closer as a result. And that's what this whole podcast is about because there's a totally different way to do relationships that most people are not doing. And it's a breath of fresh air. And it's a way to maintain passion and it's a way to maintain intimacy and to make sure both people are feeling satisfied, but it's not always easy and it takes a lot of courage, but you'll grow so much as a person and you'll walk a path in life that is true to you. You're not staying in relationships that aren't right for you and you're not hiding and holding back out of fear in other relationships that could be really good, right? And you're showing yourself that you're so dedicated to your own truth and your own life being a beautiful masterpiece that you're gonna show up and have these conversations and not hold back and it will feel really good eventually so if you feel like this episode has really spoken 
to you, I'm going to encourage you to apply or join the waitlist to be a one-to-one client because this is a really pivotal moment in your life. And whatever happens, there's going to be a lot to uncover here. So in a one-to-one container, I'm going to be equipping you with tools and practices to get to this point of clarity in your relationship. And we're also going to be doing a deep dive on all the things that have come up now and in the past that's gotten you to this place. And really the point of all of this is so that you can either make this relationship work and make it the best ever, or you can move on clear-minded knowing that you did everything that you needed to do and you're more prepared for your next relationship. And that next relationship is going to be juicy and deep and you're going to have all the foundational skills and tools and awareness to make that next relationship what you want it to be and to make sure you're getting into the right kinds of relationships and so on. So there's a lot more to the one-to-one container. We're doing a lot of somatic work and conscious relationship work so that you can be more confident, so that you can have healthier relationships across the board so you can be more expressive, you can get your needs met, you can ask for what you want, you can set boundaries, you can go after your dreams and your career and all of that. It's very much about who are you becoming and what are all the skills and tools you need to get there and to create that life and to create those kinds of relationships. So if you scroll down in the show notes, you'll see a link that says sign up for one-to-one. And when you click that link, you're either going to see an application. If you see an application, that means there are spots open. If you see a wait list, that means there are not spots open, but you're going to be the first to get to know when new spots open up. And you'll qualify for potential discounts and invitations when you join that list. So scroll down, click the link for one-to-one, and you'll get all of the information that you need about the one-to-one packages and what's available for you there. So that's it for today's episode. I hope This episode brought you some clarity or at least just peace or at the very least helped you take a few deep breaths and not put so much pressure on yourself. And we'll see you on the next episode. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, make sure to leave a rating and a review, share with your friends, share with your family, just share it, share the love, and we'll see you on the next episode.